You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Tech fan number 63. It's the day one show of the Macworld Expo iWorld 2012. going to kick off uh, this episode of Tech Fan here in the media room at the Macworld Expo, and I'm with Steve Sandy of the unofficial Apple weblog. Hey, Steve, how are you doing this week? I'm doing just fine. Of course, I have my annual Macworld cold, so uh, if I sound a little uh, odd, it's not your microphone. It's not. Do you bring the cold with you, or do you get it while you're here? No, I uh, always bring it with me. It's uh, packed in my largest suitcase, and I, I just take it along with me. So, uh, yeah, it. I don't know. This is probably the third or fourth time I've had this happen, but you know, I'm still enjoying it. So you're a busy guy here at the Macworld Expo, like a lot of the media guys. You've got a lot of your rigs set up here, and it looks like you're in uh, editing mode. What are you doing here? Well, actually, uh, about every hour or so, I'm going down onto the floor. We've got uh, prearranged uh, interviews with a lot of the uh, vendors, ranging anywhere from, you know, five minutes, show me what you've got, to uh, earlier today I had one that went about an hour. And what we're doing with those is uh, condensing them down to uh, just a little short video blast that they'll uh, we'll then uh, put out with a post on Tua. And uh, we found these are uh, pretty popular. People like to be able to have that kind of feeling of being on the floor, walking around, uh, hearing the noise, seeing the weirdos walking around in the background. You want to give them the feeling of being here without being here. Exactly. So they don't have to, you know, catch a cold. They don't have to, uh, you know, necessarily pay the airfare or do whatever. Uh, Last year, as you may remember, and the year before that, we had a... uh, a booth, yeah, which was absolutely wonderful. But uh, this gives us a chance this year uh, to get our, our staff. We've got five pe- people who are walking around the floor. Uh, it just really seems to be uh, getting us closer to everything that's going on. So working out pretty good. So what are the tools that you use on your Mac? I see you've got a MacBook Air and you're editing video. Uh, I think some people would be surprised by that. Well, you know, it's funny because uh, I'm doing this on an 11-inch MacBook Air. And last year uh, was the first year that I had this device. I, you know, pulled in some video and I I said, well, I'm going to try it. I'm probably not going to be happy. I'm going to really regret having done that. But uh, what I find, I'm using iMovie on here because, I mean, these are very simple videos. Not a lot that's... uh, You don't need a huge, big post-production Final Cut Pro thing going on. Oh, no. You know, nothing like that. So, And, you know, all the output is definitely uh, going to the web. So uh, it works fine. Uh, just allows us to get a pretty quick edit, get it out there. And, uh, yeah, you know, when you're doing an export, that's probably the worst uh, part. But generally what I'm doing uh, while it's exporting the video uh, is just sitting down and uh, writing up a post. <laughs> so when you're on the showroom floor, what are you using to actually record video and audio? Oh, you're going to find this really strange. I used to bring a, a handheld, uh, you know, a little camcorder, a little uh, HD uh, Canon Vixia, I think it was. And, uh, you know, I started thinking about it, and I said, well, 
why do that? I have a, another Canon camera that shoots HD, and so I'm actually uh, this year using a Canon uh, PowerShot SX30IS. It's not a DSLR, uh, and you know, I, I wouldn't say that I'm getting professional video quality out of it, but you know, for the price, it does a fantastic job, and I really don't have to worry about lugging additional equipment with me. And yeah, as someone that works the showroom floor myself, we've got eight people here from my Mac. You don't want a big heavy pack. It's just, it's not a good thing. Yeah, I think by day three, you know, you notice a lot of people who are walking around in obvious pain. <laughs> it's like, my back, it's killing me. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm hoping that next year I can maybe uh, figure out a way of actually making my, my load even lighter. So I think I'm going to focus on that for uh, 2013, see if I can, you know, get it down to one tiny little pack that I can strap onto my belt or something. It doesn't get too much smaller than the MacBook Air for production work. I mean, the iPad's not quite there to edit video the way we're doing here. And so have you seen the whole showroom floor yet or just pieces of it? Just pieces of it now. Um, Probably what I'm going to do, uh, I've got a lot of appointments scheduled today, a lot of interviews that have gone on already, and a few more uh, before the show floor closes at 5. But I think what I'm going to do tomorrow is just take some some time and just wander and uh, really get a feel, look at some of the products that uh, maybe I haven't heard of and yeah. see what's going on. Oh, I was going to ask, is, has anything jumped out at you yet that's kind of interesting? Wow. Um, I was really impressed looking at uh, some of the OWC products, uh, strangely enough, talking to... I'm not with OWC anymore, but... Yeah, you know, let's talk about your history, but but it was strange. Uh, I was taking a look at uh, some of the products that they had there, and uh, uh, their high-end SAN equipment that they're coming out with is just phenomenal. When it comes to hard drives, OWC does a great job, and they're really getting into hardcore SSD and yeah like you said the sand stuff and it's but their booth is a little bit smaller this year and it looks like it's staffed with a lot less people that's kind of my concern do you do you see continuing future for I mean look Microsoft just pulled out of CES although CES said they kind of pushed Microsoft out regardless you don't see Adobe's here anymore well-known Apple doesn't come to this event anymore um, HP's down there, but a considerably smaller booth than they had even last year. Do you think this is kind of fading away, or do you think it's just transitioning? I think it's a real transition. You know, if you take a look at what exactly uh, Paul Kent and his IDG uh, World, whatever it's called, World Expo <laughs> team are doing, uh, this year seems to be more of an emphasis on um, almost the community. Uh, they've got uh, a lot more emphasis on film, photography. Uh, there's a group of people dancing over on the second floor. Yeah, and, and that, that may not sound odd, but when you see them, you don't hear any music. They're all wearing headphones, and it's Brian, yeah, and it's wireless, too. Yeah, and it's actually pretty cool. You know, you just watch these people dancing around there, and somebody's calling me. Oh, no. But... Uh, here, let me turn that off. Sorry about the edit point. But, uh, yeah, I think you're, you're really starting to see a transition. You know, this has always been about community. Um, I think more than anything, uh, you know, if it's going to survive, it's going to become really kind of a community uh, love fest, so to speak, in San Francisco. But, uh, you know, because uh, the vendors are going away. It's too expensive for them to come and, and do things. 
uh, you know, you still need that show floor. But. I, I've been saying that I know they've already got the dates next year, January 31st through, I think, February 4th or something like that. Um, and it's going to be in San Francisco again. And I've been saying for a while, what about Boston? What about New York? What about Chicago? How about Miami? There's other places this can be held, not necessarily even in January. I don't know. Do you think this it would be a, a, a benefit to move the show somewhere else, at least occasionally? Well, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I remember two years ago or three years ago, whenever it was that Apple uh, pulled out, uh, there was a, a big discussion that went on about what do you think the future of this is going to be? And uh, they were asking for suggestions. And I remember one thing that, uh, you know, I, I thought of was why not make it a smaller show, but really take it on the road, make it a one-day event in a lot more cities and allow a lot more people to uh, experience what's going on. Uh, you know, maybe it would be a little bit of a, uh, an issue with the folks from uh, IDG to set up in so many different places, you know, as they are local here. But um, I just think they could get much more uh, excited excited audience in, you know, some of the major cities. Yeah, imagine this in Indianapolis. I mean, they've got a big Mac community there. All of a sudden, the, the Macworld Expo is coming here. Which brings me to my last question. It's called Macworld Expo slash iWorld. Do you think that's a transition and you're not going to see the name Macworld at all next year? Well, that's, that's kind of a good question because uh, I was talking to a gentleman here earlier and he, uh, his, you know, it granted, uh, I think he was just coming up with an opinion. You know, opinions are like navels. Everybody sure. has one. But, uh yeah, except for the aliens, and you have to watch. They also have three eyes. But uh, his comment was, you know, maybe uh, iOS 6 will be the transition point, and we'll actually see an operating system that will run on any Apple platform or maybe any platform, and uh, that suddenly, uh, you know, the difference between iOS development, Mac development, iOS software, Mac software will disappear. And I thought that's a little far-fetched. I still think, you know, there's enough of a world. We're not in a post-PC world yet. Someday, maybe. Yeah. So your answer is, mm, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so his, his name is uh, Steve Sandy. He is with the unofficial Apple weblog. As always, Steve, thanks for being on the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate talking to you, Tim. I'm still in the uh, media room. Probably going to do the entire Tech Fan episode from... Uh, the media room, I'm, I'm kind of lazy, and there's chairs, so, you know. Sitting down this time with uh, John Nemirovsky, the reviews editor at MyMac.com, and the new host for the new At Minute podcast. He has been like a madman, as usual, out on the showroom floor, going everywhere, seeing everyone. And yet, I don't think John's seen everything yet. But I am kind of curious, John, what do you think of... Uh, Expo this year. I mean, it, it's it feels a little different than it has in the past. It's a fabulous winter. The small developers, the small mom and pop companies, the companies with funny names you've never heard of that make products you didn't even know you needed a few years ago. They are proliferating, and it's not just the odd iPad case, and it's not just the weird way to upload this or download that there is some genuine innovation going on and I'm very impressed with the way the small developers have taken over the expo and have really given it a whole new vitality that has been lacking for the last three or four years so I know you're recording some audio for at minute while you're here in fact your first episode's live already um, and you're working with a newcomer Vicky 
she's at MyMac, but she did a tech fan with you. I'm just kind of curious on what kind of gear are you carrying around to get your stuff done? I know you, you're going to do a thing here in a second, so we got to be somewhat quick, but what kind of gear are you using to get audio recorded? There's, an, there's a company whose name is spelled M-I-C-W, like Mike W., Mick W., and it's a little tiny USB mic powered by the iOS device, and it's a cardioid mic, so it will pick up the signal in the vicinity of what we're talking but unlike their other product, which is a lavalier mic that Larry and I tested earlier, this particular product, and we will have links to it at some point at atminute.com, this particular product is very localized, and it handles the showroom floor beautifully. I just did a podcast with Rogue Amoeba Software. Vicky went to talk to the CEO of Mike W. So you'll be listening to it very soon on atminute.com. Cool. I'm going to let you go, John, because a uh, short segment, he's got someone to talk to, but uh, we'll be right back. So, uh, you know, Frank, we, we really should record another uh, ad for the Mac Specialist podcast. Okay, Kevin, let's do it. Right, but, you know, I'm thinking about um, doing something a little different uh, for when we record ads for the Mac Specialist podcast. What if we didn't say the Mac Specialist podcast in the ads for the Mac Specialist podcast? Like, we never said Mac Specialist podcast once. No, like, you don't say Mac Specialist podcast at all. You don't say Mac Specialist? And you don't say podcast, and you definitely don't say them together. So it would just be an ad for the Mac Specialist Podcast without ever saying the Mac Specialist Podcast. Yeah. That's right. a great idea. Yeah. We should definitely uh, record something for the Mac Specialist Podcast along those lines. Okay, I'm going to hit record now. Yeah, all right. We're going to be cutting this show all together, so I mean, it's not... <laughs> Usually with Tech Fan, we hit record and we go. This episode, hmm It's all over the map. It's all over the map. So this time I'm sitting outside having uh, the customary smoke break with uh, Guy Searle. He of MyMac.com fame. So Guy, explain to uh, our our dear listeners where we're at right now. Uh, We're actually on the third floor of the Moscone Center. It's this little balcony that overlooks... uh, When he says, by the way, when he says third floor, he doesn't mean inside. No, 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 no. It's, it's, It's a balcony outside of the third floor of the Moscone Center. And uh, and by the way, third floor in the Moscone Center is about eight stories tall. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you can basically take uh, any one floor of the Moscone Center and, and multiply it by about two and a quarter, and that's basically how high it is. So we're, I think we're standing up, it's about, what, 70, 80 feet? Yeah. Yeah, and we're, we're literally overlooking the street right now. And... Um, did you notice every one of the taxi cabs has a number on top of it? Like, I can see taxi cab number 309. Yeah, I think that's for uh, the, the obligatory Los Angeles-style car chase if, if one of the taxi drivers goes insane. Yeah, well, there you go. Identify they can identify them easily. So, Macworld Expo so far, it's, it's day one. We've been here for two and a half days, though. Yeah. Um, your thoughts so far on your hotel? Oh, you thought, I see, I threw you a loop there, didn't I? <laughs> the hotel, actually, this is, one, I think, one of the better hotels that we've stayed in. Uh, you've had a, a slight problem with your shower, but... Uh, my it, I can I pee with more pressure than I get out of that stupid shower, man. I swear to God. That's right. I forgot. This is a tech fan. We can say pretty much anything we want to. Well, you can on my Mac, too. It's... <laughs> Yeah, well, my shower's just fine. You have a slightly bigger room than I do, though. 
So, you know, I guess it all kind of evens out. Uh, I, I, I've came... I'd rather the smaller room with the better shower. The better shower, no doubt. Uh, no, you can't come over to my room and use my shower. I'm sorry. That That's crossing a line someplace. Uh, I, I bet we're picking up wind sounds because we're standing on the roof and it's blowing wind at us now. Yeah, well, if that happens, it happens. I'm, I'm not going to be too concerned about it. But this is the expo for the people that don't listen to the MyMac.com podcast that I'm doing just iOS, complete in total. You didn't even bring a, a computer with you, a traditional computer. Let's move away from the railing so we can maybe get out of the wind a little bit. Guy didn't even bring a computer. He has a tiny little bag with iOS devices and mics and stuff like that, and that's it. That's all you're doing. That's it. That's everything I brought. My microphone is this little, well, you can read it in the blog post that I, I wrote a couple days ago. It's just this little tiny microphone. And as it turns out, that microphone is, like, really super hot. So It's a very hot mic. So I've had to do just a bit of normalization. And so far, as far as audio goes, I've managed to be on the show floor, record with some of the, some of the people that are out there, get it into the iPhone, export it from the iPhone into Dropbox, take it from Dropbox, get it back into my iPad. And now I'm trying to figure out how the hell I'm going to Edit, edit it all together, and I think I can do it in the, the Twisted Wave software. You can't do it. I bet I can. You can't do it. I bet I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm recording, and I didn't say this earlier on TechFan, I'm actually recording the entire show on my iPhone. <coughs> Excuse me, but I'm not using the iPhone microphone. I'm using a uh, Sennheiser let me see. 838, an E838. Yay. It is an XML mic. And I've got this cool little adapter that plugs into the headphone jack. And on the other side is another headphone jack. So I could listen to this as well without a plug in the cable, but nah, I don't care. Yeah. And what I do is when I'm done recording uh, with this software, what was it called? Twisted Wave. Yeah, I bought it too. It's 10 bucks, but yeah, what the hell. It seems, to be, it seems to be pretty cool. I can rename the file and I can send it to my Dropbox. We got good Wi-Fi connectivity here on the showroom floor. So as long as everything's in Dropbox... I open up my computer, sync it, boom, all the files from both the MyMac show, this show, the App Minute shows that I'm putting together. I sound like I'm pretty busy here, actually. <laughs> well, you're, you're doing most of the heavy lifting this year. Actually, I guess you pretty much do the heavy lifting every year. Every, well, every week is yeah. kind of the... <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, the MyMac show I send you is pretty easy. Yeah, when, when Guy sends the, the MyMac, it's a completed show. I just have to do the XML stuff and upload it. Yeah, so you know, I, I I do all the editing. I throw in the commercials and the bumpers and all the rest of that. Right, and for those who don't know, I I also own App Minute, and today was the day that I taught John Nemo how to actually create his show in GarageBand instead of just sending me raw audio files. The difference is his is an enhanced podcast with graphics and links and all kinds of stuff, and he's got a five minute podcast, and it was taking me an hour to put together. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that's kind of the, the price you pay when you have a, a, an enhanced podcast. Then, of course, the, the benefits of that is, as he's talking about a product, the, the product is actually showing up on either your iPhone or your iPod or whatever it is you're listening to it. Even QuickTime, if you listen to it in your browser, it, it, it shows the graphics there, too. So it's kind of right. cool. Yeah, that would be a real nightmare to do, I think, on either TechFan or the MyMac podcast. Now, I know some shows do it, like Dave and John from the Mac Geek App manage to do it, but I don't think they do it. I think they send it to somebody else who, who throws in all the... I'm the only insane one. <laughs> yeah, you're the only one trying to do it all yourself, Tim. All yourself? No, no, not all myself. I don't record the shows. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, well, what do you think so far of the show? I, th- I think I want another cigarette, <laughs> and then we'll go in and record some more for Tech Fan in a little while. Oh, goody. 
And uh, I've ditched Guy. Uh, we've grabbed a podcasting booth here at the Expo. It's a little bit quieter, but of course, nothing's completely quiet unless I go to my hotel room. <laughs> and let's be honest, even that's not quiet. The other side of my room, Larry, is the elevator shaft. So it literally sounded like people are moving furniture around all night long. So uh, I've got some more of the MyMac crew here. I've got Larry Grinnell. Hello, Larry. Greetings. So how was your expo so far, first day? Tiring. Lots, lots of good, good vendors, lots of good product, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hitting the floor again tomorrow. Did, did anything kind of jump out at you that you saw on the showroom floor this year? Nothing in, in particular. Uh, I, I think the quality of accessories and, and the type of accessories are, are uh, maybe a little, a little more in, in interesting than, than, than things I've, I've seen in the past, a little more novel, uh, uh, that, that, that winged... Uh, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. That's that was kind of weird. Uh, to prop up your iPad, what what was really cute? I think it was Orca or something like that. Something like. I don't know what it was. It was, <laughs> yeah, it's novelty. Sitting across from me at the round table is Vicky Stokes. She is, I think, the newest member at MyMac right now. I, one one more person after you so far. Well, she's she's pretty new. But she's not a Macworld virgin. She's been here a number of times as uh, an attendee. This is your first time as press. Do you see any difference as a pre- you know, being here as press as compared to just walking around looking at cool stuff? Well, people don't just brush by you when they see your media pass. <laughs> yeah, and um, they, they spend a little bit more time with you and um, try to get you to review their products. And I got at least two interviews. You got two interviews, and, and so... Where are those interviews at? Um, well, uh, they haven't been posted yet, but they're going to be up for App Minute, and one was for the Mike W. Mike, and the other one was for a Nomad Brush, their products. Yeah. I will uh, definitely look forward to listening to them. I mean, I'm going to, personally, I've got a lot of podcasts that I'm going to have to catch up on once I get home. And um, This is kind of surprising. We, we talked about this on the MyMac podcast, so I hope you guys listen to that, but... Uh, we got Tom Schmidt here. Tom is a writer at MyMac.com. He does product reviews, but he's also a technician working on Macintoshes all day long at First Tech in uh, Minneapolis. And this is his very first Macworld Expo, and he gets to come as a journalist. What's your impression so far? Um, well, maybe my expectations were a little unrealistic, but I think that I've probably in in one day seen most of what I'd like to see um, there's a bunch of uh, there's a few podcasts and things tomorrow I probably am going to attend but I think I'll probably spend a lot less time on the floor tomorrow compared to today to me the expo is I'm going to say maybe if you look at it as a pie, five pieces, the showroom floor for me, my experiences at Macworld is just one of the slices. The other four slices are in order of importance, the people from my Mac and, you know, the other venues that I've, I deal with at minute and stuff like that. And tech fan and David Cohen and them. It's the people that I get together with because this is the only time I get to see him. I haven't seen Larry in what, three years, Larry? Three or four years. Yeah. Uh, 2008 was the last 2000. We've talked, you know, I chatted and emails and stuff like that, but it's different when you can't sit down with someone and yeah. break bread. Absolutely. And, and, and 
the, the opportunity to get together with 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 the MIMAC folks. Uh, Nemo is 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 such a joy. Uh, That's being diplomatic, by the way. <laughs> uh, uh, a, a cheerleader. There, there, there is no stronger cheerleader for, for the whole MyMac crew than, than, than Johnny Morofsky. And, and now, Guy Searle, the host of the MyMac podcast, who will be on Tech Fan here in a little bit again, is your actual brother. Yes. We, uh, we had the same mother, different fathers, hence the one-foot difference. <laughs> and you're much better looking than he is, to be honest. It's, you got the looks. I'm a little wider. Uh, <laughs> So, Tom, that, that's, that's like one slice of the pie. When I look back at my previous Macworlds, I, I almost don't think about the showroom floor. Uh, the other one is the people that I'm not associated with professionally. Um, earlier on the show, I had Steve Sandy on from the unofficial Apple weblog. Uh, I've done podcasts with him. He's been on Tech Fan. He was on OWC Radio. In fact, I think he might have been the first OWC Radio interview. I recorded it like a month before we even knew what the name of the show was going to be. <laughs> and this is the only chance I get to see him, you know. Um, and this is the first time I got to meet Vicky in person. Uh, we've never met. I don't even know if we've chatted before, have we? Um, yeah. You answered a question I had one time on Twitter. On Twitter? On Twitter? Yeah, yeah. And, um, but no, you didn't know who I was. I had no idea. <laughs> I, still, I still don't know who you are. <laughs> It, it, it's uh, some of it is going to the parties, and by parties, it's it's the same people that are here except for with alcohol and loud music usually. Um, it's rolling tonight. What is the one tonight? Uh, let's see. The first one is best of CES, um, and then there's a product release party, and then I think Tua has one later. Tomorrow, I believe, is Cirque du Mac. That's always the best one. Yeah. And uh, and then the air fl- flight back home for me. <laughs> I I, we, I didn't go any. I guess the Macworld Blast Party was last night. I thought it was tonight. We completely missed that. But yeah, that one's that cost money to get in, and yeah, I could do without that one. So, did you see anything on the showroom floor um, that kind of jumped out at you? You're like, oh, that's pretty cool, or was it just kind of like ho hum? Um, there was this little thing that I found this morning, and I believe the name was Blink. Blink with a Q. Um, because they're cutesy. Yeah. Um, it's, they, it's this little round thing that you stick in the headphone jack on your iPhone. turns your iPhone or iPad or iPod Touch into a universal remote. has an interactive um, television guide, social media aspects to it. Um, the app is free. The device is is ten dollars, and if you, uh, they said if you download the app, it tells you within the app how to get the device. That's in my bag, isn't it? Wasn't that in the bag? Because you were looking through my bag, and we all looked at this thing, and we're like, "What the hell is this?" Maybe, I think maybe it was one of. Yeah. I think I mean, that was in the bag. Like yes, yes. Okay. And we all looked at it. We looked at it. We were like, and when I say the bag, um, when you're a speaker at the expo, and I'm doing two things. Today at 10 a.m., I did the Appalooza, which I think, I know you were there. You two were there. I don't know if Tom was there or not. Um, it was okay. It was kind of fun to do. There was a dead spot in the middle that I really wasn't happy with. But again, I. Probably to my detriment, I did no preparation for it at all. And uh, it probably showed, but that's okay. 
And then tomorrow, Guy Searle and I will do a combination MyMac Tech Fan podcast in room 208 at 2 o'clock. And I look forward to that. Hopefully, you guys will be there, too. And I have no idea what we're going to do because, again, I don't participate. But, Vicky, what did you see on the showroom floor that kind of jumped out at you? Anything in particular? Yeah, the Mike W microphone that we use to record our uh, app minutes. And uh, uh, John interviewed uh, the uh, one of the, I guess, the CEO of the uh, company, and it's actually posted on the website now. It's already up there. I, I, no, I think is it wasn't that Rogamiba. Oh, yeah, that's right, right. it's Rogamiba. Yeah. yeah. And you you were on the Rogamiba podcast, weren't you? Not. Uh, yeah, I was. <laughs> So we're we're turning everyone into podcasters while we're here. You know, I did. So that will be posted shortly. Yeah. It's it's funny. I've been I've been recording podcasts from this expo since I'm going to say 2007. But the funny thing is, for a long time, I I didn't call myself a podcaster. I I always told people well, I publish my Mac, and podcasting is just one of the things that's that we do. But I don't know why I was always hesitant to say, yeah, I'm a podcaster. It just, I don't know. I never really fell in love with the term podcasting. It's just kind of one of those meh names, you know? So it's just, but now I've fully embraced it, obviously. Hell, I was a professional podcaster for a while, Larry. I was paid. I was paid to podcast. Not anymore. <laughs> that was the breaks, kid. <laughs> well, you could take it for what that means. <laughs> Uh, I wish David Cohen was here uh, for those regular listeners, obviously. Oh, that's him calling in now. <laughs> Hi, David. Hi, David. Um, Actually, it's gas. It is gas. <laughs> His Get. Mac Mini is failing. <laughs> and, he, and, of course, he's going to call the on Apple the Apple tech. So what is world exclusive? What is? Oh, see, now you, you close it out so we, we can't read it. It's on Facebook. It's on Twitter, so let's have Tom read what the problem is with his Mac Mini. Well, here's what Gaz has to say right now. Right, I need sleep now. Oh, and Tom, no bad blocks found. (laughs) How was spelled? Uh, P-H-E-W. That's how you spell (laughs) phew. Oh, that's funny. We're all exclusive. No bad blocks on his hard drive on the Mac Mini. Remote repair via Twitter. Film at 11. Film at 11. <laughs> there you go. So it's, it's, I'll be honest, my feet are already sore. Um, I'm already tired. My shins are killing me, and we've still got two full days ahead of us. Plus, well, Vicky doesn't have air travel ahead of her because she lives in the area. How far away do you live from right here downtown? About 65 miles. That's- in this kind of traffic, that's like two hours. Yeah, well, I wouldn't drive. I, you take the train and then you drive. You got planes, trains, and automobiles to get home. <laughs> As someone that lives in this area, is tech kind of a big deal in, in Silicon Valley it's to the average? It is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, probably most of the people down there are local. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we always hear about Silicon Valley, but we don't live here. And I'm kind of curious on what the impact of having all these high-tech companies are around here. I mean, do you... Isn't not that big of a deal because you hear it every day? I think Macworld has become that because it's always in San Francisco, yeah. and people have been and they're they you know they're not and that's Apple has a brand new product out, and since they they're no longer part of it, I think that's another issue. I've been saying that they should move the Macworld Expo around every year. It should be in a different location, and 
Why not Indianapolis? Why not Chicago? Why not Miami? I mean, New York even. I mean, just moving around. Boston. And even then, why not a smaller town close to those bigger towns? You know, you can, they can get a hockey rink. It'd be a lot cheaper. It, much better parking. <laughs> and you're and you're somewhat close to a big airport. Why not? It's very expensive. So yeah, everything's right. expensive here. Yeah, yeah. Although um, I try to to do it on the cheap as much as I can, but even then, it's just like ugh, it just it kills me. So I'm going to wrap up this segment. We're going to go find Guy Searle, chat with him a little bit more, and then uh, off to find some uh, I don't know caffeine, nicotine, and alcohol, or something like that. I don't know. Not necessarily in that order. That's right. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohn from the Tech Fan Podcast. David, we've got something brand new. It's called the Stoplight Network, and we're hoping other podcasters will be interested in this. Absolutely. This is a real community of podcasts. It's a way to get together with people who are passionate about podcasting, share tips, understand what it's like to really deliver a show on a regular basis and share your passion with everyone else. And the nice thing about the Stoplight Network, David, is the, st- the podcasters out there will own their own content. You don't have to sign any kind of agreement. If any ads come in, you share a fair percentage of the revenue and you promote the other podcasts in the network, including the fact that they will also promote your show. Absolutely. And topics can be about anything you want. It doesn't have to be about technology. That's what floats our boat. But if you want to talk about crochet knitting in the 13th century, then go for it. The Stoplight Network. We're looking for existing podcasts. And you, the person who's never podcasted before, but was just waiting for the chance. Check us out online at www.stoplightnetwork.com. Okay, time to wrap up tech fan here at the uh Macworld expo day one and uh it's you know this episode has been recorded over the last i'm gonna say two and a half hours the last time uh guy Searle was on the show in real time was a couple hours ago but show wise is i don't know half hour ago so so yeah you've been uh playing some more with that uh app trying to tr- twist away trying to assemble an actual completed podcast with Multiple sound files in GarageBand on the iPad. I said can't be done. Uh, well, not in GarageBand. Oh, oh, the plot thickens. Yeah, it's, this is all being done in Twisted Wave. I, essentially, what I do is I record them in Twisted Wave, and then from you know into my iPhone, and that's with each, each segment is a separate document. Yes, each one is a separate document, and I for my Mac Podcast three eighty five. I create. I recorded. Oh, wait, hold on a second. No, it would be three three eighty five was yesterday, so three eighty six. Be three eighty six. Okay, well, that's not a big deal because uh, I haven't recorded the intro for it yet. So my Mac podcast number three eighty six. Something. It's three. Yeah, I just did it for you right there. Oh, okay. So essentially, once I have the the four segments that I recorded on the show for with, with various people. Recorded in Twisted Wave, I upload each one of those documents or each one of those sound files in a Dropbox. Once they're in Dropbox, you in in the Dropbox iOS app, you star them, which now stores them. Starring on, means it's like favoriting. Right, 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 and that uploads them to your local device. In this case, it's my iPad first generation. Once I've done that, select it, 
tell it to open it in Twisted Wave, and now it saves it back into it as a uh, you know M- M4A file in the Twisted Wave software, and I'm able to. Uh, they have like this audio copy, audio paste feature within the program, within the Twisted Wave program. So I can put the cursor at the end of one segment and then paste in the next segment and then do fade in and fade outs. Now, it's not going to sound as, and I say exciting, very, very tongue in cheek, uh, as professional as you would typically hear on the MyMac.com podcast because I'm dealing with a single track. But the, the whole point of this experience wasn't to see if I could save time or anything along those lines. It was just to see if from start to finish, I could create a podcast in iOS. Well, an audio file. An audio file. Because it's not a podcast until you hand it off to me and I do all the right, other... Right. Yeah. Chances are I could, you know, if, if I had all the various ins and outs as far as uploading it, that I could do it using an iOS device. But there's really no point because that's that's what you're doing. Right. So, you know, why kind of reinvent the wheel? But as far as the... Well, you say that, but you're doing... That's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, sort of. But I mean, but as far... The, the whole point was as far as the content itself goes, everything in iOS. And so far, at least as far as audio goes, I figured out how to do it. It's pretty interesting. Also sitting here is... Uh Sam Levin, we had a uh, 10 a.m. presentation for Appalooza for productivity apps. So uh, why don't you explain what that was about today, Sam? Well, we went over what we thought were some of the coolest productivity apps on uh, iOS and uh, beyond because many of them work with anyone that owns a browser or people that don't have iOS devices like uh, Android. And... There are so many productivity apps out there, so we centered on, you know, Audio Note. That's an audio note-taking app. Um, Tim lives and breathes by Evernote, and it's what I call a ubiquitous app because it resides partially on the cloud. So you can, the minute you take a photo, you write something down, someone on the other end can literally view it. It's almost instantaneously, and we showed that. We showed. Uh, it's called the Best Baby Monitor, which I absolutely love. Forget the name Baby. It's a monitor that in in one click on each iPhone or iOS device, iPad, we use both, you can view the other person. You can view one is a receiver, one is a viewer, um, and or the camera. And you can monitor your baby, your pet, whoever it is. You monitor your house. If it's for a baby, there's... There's a lullaby track built in so you can play music, you can talk to whoever it is on the other end. I just think it's so well done. Um, So we showed that. We talked about other things. Actually, people were asking us questions about, you know, cloud things like Dropbox and things of that nature. It was was nice. It was an interactive guy recorded it, uh, the audio, or the video. He recorded video. And Nemo. So we might get that posted sometime. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully, maybe in the next... You're not going to see like all the, the apps that you guys were showing up on the big screen because I was... Yeah, he just videoed us. And there was a good audience there, too. There, was a, there were 50 people. Now, what was really interesting, I learned a lot from, from several things. First of all, always carry your own MiFi card because it's your own network, and there's, there's, it's, you can do anything you want within your network because within this network, 
you can't, you couldn't, we could not have used the baby monitor because it closes these ports for video. So that's one thing. The other is plug in the iPad or iOS device early on and see what video comes out because certain things you can see from your iPad on the monitor or projector and certain things you cannot. And that was another interesting learning lesson. I don't think that was a limitation of... No, it's using no. It's you. Those apps were going into presentation mode, right. so it wasn't showing all the menus that right. you see on the iPad. It was showing the final result up on the screen, which is what you wanted to do, except in a situation like this. Well, exactly. And, you learn from that. You you want. I was trying to show. Oh, when you save as, when you export, send that. It doesn't show that. It shows the final output. And but you know what? It was minor. I think people enjoyed it. Someone said this was the best. Uh, presentation they went to even though this was the only one just kidding anyway it was it was fun it was a good time we uh, gave some swag away at the end you gave some promo codes and some physical swag actually we have to thank rad tech for giving us a bunch of their gear uh, and our bags that we're carrying stm bags and um, rad tech is an amazing company and they uh, gave us a bunch of gear that we're using our my mac podcasters and app minute and we gave away their styluses their cables their cleaning solution optics cleaning solution is amazing so people loved it it was a fun thing to do guy uh you and i are on the stage tomorrow at 2 p.m uh i'm i'm looking forward to it uh we've we've got a lot of things planned yeah, yeah, we sure do. <laughs> In other words, we have nothing planned for it. We have nothing planned. Let's talk about what is it about? Yes. Yes, that's that's, exactly that's exactly right, Sam. Segment? Good job. What's the name for it? What's the segment? It's Tech Fan Mind My Mac Podcast. podcast. Oh, it's like a redo of last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Except for less with show. with with less prep. <laughs> Even less prep. No, we had done last year. No, we we wrote up that stuff and yeah, in Evernote, and then we were talking about like and how much of it did we use? Oh, we used quite a bit of it because we were talking about. Do you remember this company? Do you remember that company? Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, all right. I will accept my admonishment. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be tomorrow too. Uh, we'll pull something out of our butt at the last minute and hopefully make it exciting. I'll be recording it. I'll be doing what you did today. So, well, you know, you guys will find it. I doubt if we'll put it in the tech fan feed. So if you want to see slash hear whatever guy and I end up doing tomorrow, uh, go up to mymac.com and you'll find it. We'll kind of call attention to it so you can see it. Uh, I hope you guys have uh, liked MyMac on Facebook. I've been posting a lot of links and a lot of exclusive photos on our Facebook page. Uh, if you go to my uh, facebook.com slash my mac that's my personal account but you will see the my mac page linked there and uh like my mac on facebook as well as my mac podcast there hasn't been as much stuff posted on the the my mac podcast facebook page because i've been so busy trying to figure out how to do some stuff i i've actually been posting on it oh good good i'm glad somebody has (laughs) yeah well somebody has to so with that, we're going to wrap up uh, this episode of Tech Fan. Hopefully we'll have more of a round robin thing tomorrow. My voice feels a little scratchy. Does it sound a little scratchy? Yeah, I am scratchy. Itchy and scratchy. So we're going to wrap up this episode. Um, I should say, you know, there wasn't an episode last week um, simply because I got sick. I was sick for almost the whole week. 
And uh, it's not that tech fans go in bi-weekly or anything. It's just, it happens. Explicit tag there. Thanks, guy. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get out of here, go get some food, and uh, see you guys tomorrow.